Previously on the Nature of My Game podcast. You know, when I bought a Prius, I was mostly thinking about, like, the gas mileage and not so much about how many shotguns I could fit into the hatchback. In the corner, you see that it's signed with the initials D-E-I. And as you look at it, you find yourself drawn to the crows. Nothing bad ever happened from looking at a painting. Till now. It reminds me of uh, the cult. Uh, It reminded Delta Green of that, too. On April 9th, 1923, he returned to town and was a completely changed man. He had disappeared for a little while and he came back and he was totally changed. I want the tour. I, I, <laughs> give me the tour. You convinced me. Arthur Hunt is a local legend in Chester. He's the great success story of the town. He rose from poverty and a life of debauchery to forge an electronics empire that has stood the test of time. It seems to me like he became an entirely different person. The photos span 1923 to 1952. It's almost 30 years. And he looks exactly the same in every single photo as if he has not aged a single day. My thought is that they are more than likely armed. Ellie is is panicking and is trying to not lose it. Don't come any closer. Stay exactly where you are. New York City, July 18th, 1988. Dahlia Ivanova felt entirely alone as she sat in her fourth floor apartment. She assumed this was how many recent college graduates felt the summer after graduation. To go from being surrounded by friends at almost all times to living in the real world, it was no easy task. She stood up from her chair and walked to the window and looked outside, hoping the rain might be trailing off. But no, it was coming down as hard as ever. Dahlia didn't just feel alone. She felt trapped. Normally, she would call her sister in times like this. She'd call her, and they would talk, and she'd feel better. But her sister hadn't been returning her phone calls. Dahlia knew why, of course, but that didn't make it any easier to accept, especially when she was feeling this way. She wanted to climb out of her window, slide down the fire escape, and run through the streets. She could almost feel the rain dripping down her hair, soaking her clothes, splashing up around her. But no, that was silly. She was an adult now, and adults didn't go running through the rain. Moving back to her chair, Dahlia sat and turned back to the blank canvas she had been staring at. She finally had an idea. She started to paint. Dahlia knew art. She knew it well. And she knew for sure that she wasn't a professional artist. She just didn't have the touch. But painting helped release some of what she was feeling, and so she turned to it when she needed it. No one needed to see her paintings anyway. A few hours later, Dahlia had finished. She looked over the work and realized that she had barely been cognizant of what she'd been painting but it was perfect. It perfectly described how she had been feeling. And honestly, now that she'd finished it, now that she'd brought those feelings into life, she felt better. She dipped her brush into a pool of black paint and moved the brush to the corner of the painting to sign it. In the bottom right corner, below the ancient stone tower with black crows flying overhead, a structure with not a single door, one from which there was no escape, she signed her work just like she signed all of her pieces, with just her initials. D-E-I.
So I think for the beginning of this episode, we're going to do everyone's favorite, everyone's favorite banter segment, <laughs> player theories. Um, <laughs> what do we think is going on in this scenario? Um, I feel like I feel like I've asked this question at points where a lot more has been learned. Hmm. Um, I feel like. I feel like there may be some wild guesses, but Nick, you have a track record of <laughs> of, of of nailing the guess, so no I, I think we have to. I think you may have to keep that up. So, uh, anybody, uh, what what are your what are your theories about what's going on? I'm sticking. I'm sticking with Hunt is a robot, and okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was replaced with a robot that whatever night long long ago, and he is 100 percent just continuing on as the head of his company. I don't know to what purpose or end or why. I don't know. <laughs> Who replaced him? A robot. A Another robot. robot. Another robot. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like, cause that, the fact that like, that was my weird theory. And then suddenly Seamus realized that he never freaking aged over multiple decades. Come on. Come on. <laughs> he doesn't just have a baby face. That's a robot. <laughs> Beyond that though. I don't. I don't know. I'd love to hear what you guys are thinking. I guess I have half-formed thoughts, but what y'all got? Yeah, I, I was I, I was hoping we would forget that that I got the last prediction right, but I do think <laughs> we had we had a lot more information last time. I think. True. I think so. Yeah. I also think I, I don't think it was like solely mine. I think maybe Sarah or someone like mentioned like dinosaurs or, or some, they mentioned something that like made me go off on a different rabbit hole that just you know happened to. You're trying not correct. And, but, you know, knowing what was going to happen obviously didn't do a whole lot for us. Um, <laughs> it's a bad rolls. No so one maybe going no in blind is the better Let me think the exact opposite. I don't necessarily think Hunt is a robot. Uh, <laughs> the robot element is a little far-fetched. <laughs> I grant you. I do like the idea of maybe some, like, body takeover or, like, mm. cloning or... Uh, just like like replication sort of yeah. thing maybe happening. I'm into it. Like, yeah, I don't know. Are we, we we like Nick Cage, John Travolta, like face off things going on? <laughs> <laughs> and the, but then also just from knowing from the last time uh, we had Arthur Hunt involved, like I know Dan threw it out yesterday. Like there there is like time travel existing yep. in this like universe. I don't know like how going back to like the prehistoric Jurassic era is going to help you in this case but no clue. knowing that time travel exists. at the same time though like our our knowledge of like you know pop culture time travel is like if you go back and or you go into the future <laughs> like you learn some stuff and then you come back and like you know mm -hmm. you try to like make money off of it blah 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 but uh, it, these guys don't seem to be like happy when they come back they're just like possessed <laughs> <laughs> They're not like, ooh, I yeah. have all this knowledge now that I'm going to use to be successful. They're like possessed about it. Yeah. Uh, I keep thinking about the paintings too and like how they had some like mystical uh, powers mm. over uh, Ellie and, and Sunny. And uh, mm. I don't know what kind of cults, again, sort of like mind control is happening there. But mm. yeah. maybe some. I'm, th those are very broad, vague answers to <laughs> just throw a wide <laughs> net out there. <laughs> Like Wait a it. minute, hold up. Is the cult right? Is that the, what's happening? <laughs> the cult is right. <laughs> Maybe they're just right. Maybe it's not like aliens are coming in the future. Maybe it's like aliens came and like have genuinely 
been tinkering in these in a couple of people's lives. I, don't I mean, know. that's just that's just true in general. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of the realm of, yeah. of the game. Uh, I'm with you, Nick. I'm I'm thinking time travel, like at a, mm. on a very basic level, without without thinking too deeply. I feel like something happened to Hunt at the mounds. Maybe he's encountered by some kind of being yeah. that that exists beyond time or through time, and then. Mm. But because of the the photos that he seems like unhappy or like um, like staring off into the distance, I feel like. Yeah. He's like carrying out orders ooh, or or ooh. or functions that are not his his own desire to the extent that there is even an Arthur Hunt identity anymore. <sighs> mm. That's Twist. my thought. That's my thought. That's a very interesting nuance that I hadn't thought about. That's really cool. The carrying out orders. Yeah. All all of these things like all of these plausible scenarios like seem so much more clear when you just focus on one of these guys, yeah, like Michael Brown or Douglas Yale or yeah. Hunt. But then when you try and like find the interconnectedness, I'm like, what what beef did you know did uh, <laughs> Douglas Yale and and Dan and Ignis have with each other? That like if they were both possessed somehow or hmm. both time traveled, what's the beef there? And then yeah, what what did I mean Hunt like left Chester? And went yeah. to Hellbent. Like, what? What spell was he still under when he when he left? And know. why was he smirking right before <laughs> Hellbound with Pui? Like, what? <laughs> what was possibly gained there? Unless he was just like time for a new robot body. Ha 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 ha. At, at risk of just because we're kind of going down this path. At risk of of. Um, I don't know, showing my hand too much. Yeah. Oh, we're on to something. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. Robot, robot. <laughs> Let's go. It's not a robot. I want to say that right now. If it is a robot, I will eat my hat, which I don't have. But it's not a robot. <laughs> Just because you, you bring up the question of, like, if you try to bring all three together, mm. it starts getting messy, right? But there are, there are some commonalities among the three mm. that I wonder if, if the three of you have started to pick up on yet. Just flipping back to the notes, notes here. To the notes. What? <laughs> They're from Chester. Well, yes, that that certainly is true. I, I've tried to pull some weird connections. I've been doing anagrams with their names. <gasps> to, like, I tried. Oh, that's so yeah, smart. Try, like, there's nothing. There's nothing there. <laughs> oh, I didn't think about uh, that. Dan and Ignis is such a weird yeah. name that I'm like, it has I was to like, be why would spell Dan out something? Why would Danon be spelled D A N E? Like that's not a name. <laughs> um, and. I was like, okay, Yale and Brown, like those. I, like, I just had that thought. Is Hunt <laughs> also a college? Is this like some Ivy League cult going on? There's probably a Hunt college. There's plenty right? of Ivy League cults. Yeah, then yeah. it falls off at Hunt there. Um, what? Okay, commonalities that the three have. Let's. You can just you can just leave that and leave that in the in the back of your percolate. brain for a little while. Well, you I'm I'm thinking that there, there's th- there's essentially three of them. There's these three serpents. Three snakes. Um, three there's snakes. Like the mount, there's like the three mounds yeah, yeah, or the yeah, mounds yeah. that look yeah. like the three snakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. thinking about that. <sighs> but I... Um, we got to pull St. Patrick some, here. We got to get all the snakes tongue out. on tongue. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing some tongue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They pass their identities by the tongue, through the oh, tongue. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. No, thank you. No, 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 no. <laughs> all right. So let's uh, let's jump back in. We'll we'll leave Great. we'll leave that conversation to to percolate. So when we last left our characters on the slightly more normal side of things, Seamus and his sister Aoife went to breakfast. They they went to the Hunt Museum. They finally agreed 
uh, to to allow Mary Gerard, the lovely woman at the Hunt Museum, to give them the tour. Fan and um, Seamus, just at the end, as he was looking through the photo, the post-rebirth photos, noticed two things in particular. One, that, that on the very last dated photo, three days before the Hellbend plant exploded, um, Arthur Hunt was seen smirking in the photo, which is different than all of the other ones, where he looks exactly the same, totally implacable. But that also, in every photo from 1923 to 1952, which is uh, almost 30 years, Arthur Hunt looks as though he hadn't aged a day. Meanwhile, in Cincinnati, (laughs) Sonny and Ellie, um, they went to the storage unit, um, saw some very creepy paintings, but also got some weapons. And then went early to the point where they were going to meet Special Agent Rigoberto R. Young of the DEA and also of Delta Green. And when they arrived, they saw there were two men dressed in suits who were having kind of a tense conversation. They decided to just, you know, go and, and you know, be upfront about their purpose and walked up. And one of the two men pulled out a handgun and pointed it at them specifically at Sonny, who's walking just in front of of Ellie, and said, stay where you are. Don't move. Don't come any closer. And so we're going to pick up right there. Oh, boy. Dope. Okay. <laughs> I assume, of course, that Sonny is just going to pull out the thirty eight special and open fire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you might. Hey, I'm not going to lie. That crossed my mind. <laughs> uh, maybe not maybe not the open fire element but last time around i think we were all very hesitant to pull out any firearms and mm. we should have done it earlier but mm. I, I i don't think this is the right time so so no we're not pulling out the 38 okay so how do you how do you react to this just throwing throwing my hands up and, and just like oh whoa uh hi uh i i'm i'm agent sunny loud this is this is my my, my colleague yeah, here and we're um, we, we we don't we don't mean any harm. Uh, are, are you Rigoberto Young and Stephen Moreno? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the questions here. Uh, oh, sure. Who sent you? Who sent you? Uh, hey, we're we're just we're we're just here getting some some information about some opera tickets. Oh, nice, nice, nice. nice and nice. the the other the other man kind of reaches and like puts his hand on the man with the gun shoulder and says, Steve, Steve, settle down. It's it's okay. It's okay. I, I don't. I don't think they're. I don't think they're a threat right now. We're 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 on, we're on the same side here. Um, and so the the man with the gun, he do, he he kind of lowers it a little bit, right? It's still out and drawn and still vaguely pointed at you and says, hmm. "Get over here. Let me. We we need to we need to see if you have any weapons." Sure. Uh, yeah. I walk over. Um, I, I I've got a I've got a I've got a gun in, in my my back belt strap. Uh, but other than that, we're we're both unarmed. All right, so the, so the other one kind of pats you down, takes the gun out, pats both of you down. And he, and you can tell that the, the, the man that didn't pull the gun on you is the voice that you recognize from the phone from before. He says, I've got to be honest with you, we're, we're a, little, a little jumpy right now. Uh, we, we've had some issues with, we've had some things go wrong in the past six months or so in our work with the program and... We're just a, a little skittish, but you're here about you're, you're here about the Yale case. Who who sent you here? Uh, yeah, we're 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 here on 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 program business. We we've been asked to to look into some 
some going ons in, in, in Chester, uh, and, and we we knew about the the, the Douglas Yale case. We, we were pointed pointed in your direction to to potentially uh, give us some some potential leads, or just to kind of fill us in on some information. Any anything anything you can help us with would be would be really great. Yeah, like we don't we don't know much. Like as far as we know, Yale is just part of a piece. I don't think anybody knew that they were connected before real recently. What what the hell kind of trouble have you been in? I don't I don't know whether we can go into it too much, but let's just say we lost a few colleagues recently. Oh god, I'm real sorry. Yeah, it's it's been tough and I it's just it, I'm sure you know it's it's hard to know who exactly to trust. When it comes to things like this, I see. This is why I was saying we just need like a secret handshake. Like I'm, I'm sorry, I'm continuing the conversation from earlier, but like we just gotta have a way for everybody to say, "Hey, we're cool. You're cool. I'm cool. Everybody's cool." Sorry, that's tangent. So they they both kind of relax at this point, though. Um, Stephen Moreno, who's the man with the gun, he keeps it out. He doesn't. It's not pointed at you, but he's still holding on to it. And Rigoberto kind of reaches into his his suit jacket pocket and pulls out a flask and takes kind of a, a heavy a heavy drink. What time? Wait, 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 what, 1 p.m.? I think 1.10 yeah, like maybe one, now? Yeah, one, <laughs> we, 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were a little Not early. judging? I'm not judging. <laughs> it's a Tuesday, you know? <laughs> so, uh, stay. who was it? Who was it that, that told you that we, we we looked into the Yale case? I mean, it was the, the agent who gave us the assignment. Is that weird? Not necessarily. I just, I want to know who knows. Ellie's going to look at Sunny because she has no idea what the actual Delta Green procedure is. Can I tell, like, looking from Sunny, like, does Sunny think it's okay to share the name? And and I assume Sunny would know if that's okay to share. You assume a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, Sunny plus plus the the omniscient DM here. (laughs) I mean, I think it's... Technically, nobody is supposed to share any names, but in practicality, yeah. that is not a that it it becomes impractical in many instances. And your handler was forthcoming with her name to you, yeah. So I don't know; it's kind of a judgment call. No, yeah, I think I think that you know those interpersonal mathematics are are going through Sonny's head. I think he he sees, especially hearing their sort of recent qualms or, or hesitancy with the program, I think mm. that may be something that Sonny and Ellie might need to to know about as well. So I, I think, you know, I mean, I, th- I think he, he looks at them and or looks at Rigoberto and, you know, basically says, look, I, I know it's not usually Delta Green protocol to, you know, to be throwing names around here, but we, we, we've been sent on this assignment by, uh, by Agent Trollbane. I, I've worked with them once before and they've sent us out here to to look into to chester have, have you, do you does that name ring a bell no i i don't know i don't i don't know an agent Trelvane, but at least it's well i won't get into it but it's it's she was real buff it's kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> many many of them are um <laughs> Ellie feels the distinct lack of like any sort of cia training or <laughs> physical endurance stuff <laughs> <laughs> so he says all right um yeah, let's. We can talk. Uh, come this way, and he he starts kind of ushering you over to like an actual abandoned rail car um, that he seems to want to like go in and kind of hide from anybody who might be like watching. What the hell? Yeah, su- super normal. So so normal. Like everything's fine. I mean, I mean, better than out in the open, <laughs> I guess. But yeah, 
I'll just say, like, at this point, Ellie is very, like, it's not an official Delta Green, like, bond to draw from, but she is very much, like, channeling inside, and she's like, Dana Scully. Dana Scully. Dana Scully. It's fine. <laughs> just be Dana Scully. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I think Sunny is, like, recognizing the, the lack of field experience from Ellie. Maybe he's, you know, giving her a look of just, like, you know, it's gonna be fine, just kind of, like, let, let's... Let's hear what they have to say. Let's not let's not do anything crazy here. Yeah, she's got to put on a tough face. So you follow them into the rail car, and once once you're all inside, I think there's another level to which the two of them kind of detense, right? Like huh. now they feel like Great. nobody's watching right at the moment, um, and it seems like they're willing to have a conversation. Uh, Rigoberto is still the one that leads the conversation and just says. All right, so, so yeah, a few years ago we looked into the looked into the Ohio River killer case. Sure, I mean there were some I don't know some oddities, I suppose. That's why that's why the Paste. program asked us to to look into it, but we didn't find anything. I, I I think it might just be a bit of a strange strange case. Yeah. What 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 kind of kind of oddities? I, I think I mean hey we're well. To be fair, the man did make some bone paste. It's weird. But I agree, it's not, like, necessarily a supernatural flag. Well, so, do you know about his history with the, with the cult up there, the, the New Star Crusade? We know we had one. I don't think we have any information about, really, what happened there. Yeah, we know it was some sort of, uh, a little bit of a nasty fallout, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I, Douglas Yale, he, I don't know, it's a pretty typical story, I think. He, absent father, drunk mother deep poverty and it, it in his early life it led to some psychological problems with you know off and on treatment and I think he found the new Star Crusade as a, a haven you know a place that he that he felt like he belonged but he had some issues of his own he was arrested twice for drunk and disorderly conduct in Chester arrested another time for assault in Chester a, a drunken brawl and from all we can tell he was confined to the farm by the leader of the cult, uh, Dan and Ignis. And I think that's what caused the tensions between the two of them. Hmm. And, you know, I'm sure if you've looked into this at all, you know that there are reports of an armed confrontation between Yale and Ignis. And that's what led to his ejection from the cult. And, you know, he, uh, we from our, from our discussions with people in town... At that point, he vanished. He was seen from time to time in town. People said that he was living out in the forest, maybe. Hmm. But one thing is for sure, he was known to to frequent the mounds at night. Yeah, I think we heard that. And then I think the strangest part of it was, uh, you may have, this isn't really, this hasn't been published to the public, but on October and he, he doesn't know the dates. He's like, uh, you know, maybe a, a month or so later. Uh, Fair enough. One of the county deputies found him late at night. He was trying to, the report said that he was trying to deface the mounds. And, you know, right. the, the, the people of Chester take great pride in these. It's not something they'd want to have happening. And the, the deputy said that, that Yale flew into a rage and seriously injured the deputy. But the, the strangest thing is that the deputy f- shot Yale... He says five times with his sidearm. Good Lord. And yet somehow Yale survived and escaped. He's a robot. <laughs> Do you say that out loud? <laughs> no, no, I'm going to keep that on the inside. <laughs> but that definitely where her mind went. 
And so, you know, that's when the manhunt started. That's when the death started. You you already mentioned the the paste, so you you must know about mm. the main impression. The, Yes, the bones, the teeth, the hair ground up. Even the state lab couldn't identify what what the dissolving agent was. They they're not sure exactly what was turning these very hard materials into paste. Hmm. And they searched for him pretty pretty unfruitfully until about a you know maybe nine months later. Hmm. The authorities had been keeping an eye on the rites performed by the New Star Crusade to see whether he would show up there as a former member. And in fact, on the summer solstice in 2013, they did see him at the edge of the forest and again opened fire on him. Hmm. And they they were able to capture him. He was catatonic and unresponsive, but he somehow survived and then disappeared from his cell two nights later along with the deputy that was on duty guarding the prison. Which is, is I think, the other strange part of the whole situation is there's no indication why or how Douglas Yale would have convinced this deputy to let him out. But, all, I mean, everybody strongly suspects that somehow he, this deputy, helped Yale escape. But sure, no one has any reason why that would have happened. Was the deputy one of the eventual victims? Well, he hasn't been seen since. Okay, there's no trace of him. No. Don't love that. Huh. Did anyone ever find where out in the woods he was staying? No, I don't think a, I don't think a tent was ever found. That was the rumors were that he was sleeping in a tent in the woods, but mm. but no, I don't think anyone ever ever found that. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, it was it was a while it was a while later, but you know, a, after after more people went missing, you know, that they assumed were more murders committed by committed by Douglas Yale, his bones were found. Right. Did they, and they didn't, so, and you said, pardon me, I'm a science person. You said that they didn't understand, like, what exactly had been able to dissolve the bones and make them goo. But did they at least isolate some sort of thing and they just didn't know what it was? Or could they just find no trace? It was just paste. It was hard to differentiate between the, the genetic material of the body and anything that might have been used. Yeah, that's fair. So no, it wasn't like they were able to isolate a dissolving agent, but couldn't identify it. No. Do you actually? Sorry, I, I keep thinking about this and then I forget about it. Now I'm thinking about it again. What was he doing with the paste? Where did they find this paste? He was leaving it in piles. Oh, good God! Okay, that's unexpected. Oh, just like a little pile of paste goo, like <laughs> yes, in the forest. Yes, pile of paste goo. Yeah, they. Yes, that the the bodies were found as like these scat. like dissolved piles of goo or paste. That's disgusting. Alright. I admit, I was thinking he was doing arts and crafts with it, rather than just like leaving it, leaving it around. <sighs> yeah. I'm There's just so much that doesn't add up. It's weird. It's just weird. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the conclusion that we came to as well, is that yeah, it's strange, but I I don't, you know, I, I don't know, other than, other than maybe the five, him surviving five rounds Sure, that is unusual. Other than that, I don't have any, neither, none of us have any reason to believe that there's anything unnatural going on here. It sounds sure. like a serial killer to me. Yeah, that's, I mean, to be honest, I, to be honest, that's what's weird about this. Like, yeah, he is a person of note. I don't understand why, why they think there's a connection. <sighs> I'm wondering if, if you guys know any, anything more about his, his time with the cult. Maybe like mm. what got him drawn to them and 
if you know any any more about his fall, what what he was, you know, uh, defacing the mounds with when he, yeah. when he went back there. Good questions. Yeah, we we did we did actually speak with with the cult leader Dan and Ignis. He wasn't terribly forthcoming. He he just mentioned that um, the Douglas Yale was a was a, a lost soul that that he was able to take in and give purpose to, and that he was a true believer, but that. You know, he he was too troubled to to continue living in community with them. And as far as the as far as the defacing, I believe the report said that he was doing something with a with a shovel at the hmm. at the mounds. Whether he was whether he was drawing something or digging something or it's unclear. Gotcha. Interesting. You don't happen to know I mean, we're obviously you know, you find out there's a cult, you get a little curious. Do you when you were doing your investigation, you were able to speak to Dan and, um, and how approachable are they? Are they over there? We're trying to figure out like how much as outsiders we'd be able to learn about what they're getting up to over there. And I don't think we've, we haven't tried yet approaching them at all. And I'm kind of wondering if you had any luck, how much did you, were you able to see? They only let you see what they're willing to let you see. It's sure. I warn you it's, they have it, from what we could tell, a huge amount, a huge stockpile of weapons Ooh. in that compound. But love that for you know, cult. we went to the front gate. We asked to speak with with Mr. Ignis. They brought us there. He spoke to us. He didn't reveal much. And I think if you if you've looked into them at all, you know that that anything more than what they're willing to share will be mm. you'll you'll hit a kind of a sto- a legal stone wall from them. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I don't know how I don't know how fruitful it would be for you to talk with them they're only going to give you as much information as they're willing to which is is not much yeah that's fair i mean it's honestly i don't think we even knew they were gated so good to know you can't just wander up can i ask like you said you you lost some of your colleagues was that connected to this or was that other delta green oh, oh. <laughs> oh. other program yep <laughs> <laughs> um other stuff no that wasn't that wasn't related to this that was okay that was something else i am sorry thank you I think you may be the first person associated with the program to, to say those words to us. Uh, we appreciate it. I, I'm Jesus. wondering if we, we we also got some information about the uh, the green box that was in Cincinnati. We mm. we had a chance to check that out earlier today. Was that was that stuff that you guys had placed there while you were working the case, or was that uh, have you guys seen what's what's inside there? They both kind of look at each other when you say that, and they say, "I, I didn't know there was a green box." nearby. Well, what the hell is this agency up to? Good lord, you'd think they would tell you if you're right here. You would think so, but I think that's the, the more we learn, the more that that seems par for the course. Hmm, interesting. We, we didn't we didn't find too much when we were when we were there. Just, uh, you know, uh, some uh, stockpile of some supplies and then uh, um, a couple paintings that were that were wrapped up. Did you ever come across any paintings of any kind when you were looking into Yale or, or Ignis or anyone? Like a big bed? No, I, that doesn't that doesn't mean anything <laughs> to me. Hmm. Trying to figure out if there's anything else that we can because it feels like the only the only information, like my Emily brain here, the thing that they've told us that we didn't really know before was him getting shot, right? Everything else is kind of what we knew. Beyond the fact I am Twiggin, that he also grew up poor, he was like arrested for drunken disorderly and went to the mountains at night 
which is a thing we know Hunt did at the very least. Um, so I imagine when we get to debrief with Seamus, some of those those bells are going to go off. But yeah, I don't know. Do you think there's anything else that we can we can get from these dudes? I it seems like they they were talking a lot when it got to like the the deputy. Yeah. And and just that whole situation and I was just it, it was making me think of when of how like you know Hunt was also arrested a couple times. Um, yeah. Obviously like different time periods. <laughs> certainly. But um, I think this whole thing is an allegory about the dangers of liquor. And <laughs> if, you, if you get started too young, the paths you go down will not end well. Yes, <laughs> Except there, for the ways that like... just like something in the water in Chester that's... As uh, Rigoberto takes another pull from his class. <laughs> no! Great. Yeah, I guess... I, I mean, I, I would want to know maybe uh, just if there's any more information about the, the deputy that they can give, but I'm not even sure like if that mm. is going to be too helpful for us. Yeah, what are we missing here? Yeah, they, they say, you know, I, or we, um, I don't know if there's a lot more that we can, hmm. we can do to help, but, you know, they're much more connected in the, like, they're, they're both, they're both law enforcement agents. Yeah. Um, they're both, you know, U.S. soil law enforcement agents, unlike Sonny and, uh, certainly unlike Ellie and Seamus. Um, <laughs> so they do say, like, you know, if you, if you need, you know, we have access to databases that you might not have access to, so if you... Awesome. If you have any questions that come up about any one criminal history, anything like that, feel free to reach out and we can, we That'd can be incredible. try to yeah. access that for you. Yeah, thank, thank, thank you very much. I think, you know, we'd, we'd give them our number um, yep. in case anything came up. For sure. I, I, be- before, we, before we leave you guys, I, I, neither of us are, 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 are too experienced with the program, I, I would say. Is there anything we should be looking out for? Is there anything, you know, that we should be... Uh, on alert for when it comes to the program. I mean, you guys seem to not be on too good of terms. Yeah, there's some subtext simmering. And at this point, the the other man, Stephen, kind of chimes up for the first time and says, don't trust anybody. Don't trust your handler. Trust each other for as long as the operation is going because otherwise you won't ever be successful. But hmm. it's, hard to, it's hard to trust anybody in this business. And And the other thing is don't... Don't assume that the program has your best intentions in mind. They don't. They won't give you all the information if you don't need it, and if it behooves them to leave something out, they certainly will. Your life, I'll be honest, it doesn't matter to them. You have just confirmed Ellie's worst fears. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's just going to be silent, kind of nod. Yeah, I think Sunny just gives her a a look, maybe, I don't know, a silent Hmm. reassurance or something. But, uh, but yeah, <laughs> how do you respond to that? <laughs> that's, that's hardcore, hey, man. Thanks for that. <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> we all feel great. But yeah, I mean, I hey, we 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 really appreciate all the all the information. We'll definitely be in touch if we if we need anything. It, it, I don't know if anything pops up on on your desks that you think we should be aware of. We'll I think we'll be in town for for a little bit here. In the area, at least. They usher you out of the rail car and as, as you're leaving Rigoberto hands Sonny back the 38 special and kind of pats you on the shoulder and just says good luck no harm no foul man <laughs> all right so we're gonna we're gonna switch back over to Seamus ah! 
So Seamus, you and Aoife are with Mary Gerard in the museum. And you've just come to this conclusion or come to this realization that um, about these photos. Uh, Mary had also said that you could continue to peruse on your own the various artifacts, you know, some like electronic devices, things like that, that they have in the in the um, in the museum and also a variety of, of post-1923 records, technical plans, things oh, like that. That kind of records. Yeah. I was like, what um, are those tunes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like uh, incorporation papers for Hunt Electrodynamics, same same thing, some some things like that. If you wanted to look more deeply into that or do something else, ask her any more questions. I I don't have a lot of specialty or understanding of electronics and schematics of those things. So I don't know how much I would be able to to discern from those uh, plans or records. So but I've learned so much from Mary Gerard already <laughs> yeah. that I, I, I can't, I'm kind of inclined to keep talking it up with her. Okay. So I ask her, I'm wondering, you know, you know, I'm looking at these photos, Mary Gerard, and do you have any sense of whether, whether, um, Mr. Hunt was a happy man? Well, you know, I think happy is, happy is difficult to define, but certainly there were reports from those that worked for him that he had a tendency to have a temper. But I mean, you know, what, what genius, what genius doesn't? I, I, I hear that. Um, <laughs> heard. <laughs> I, I understand, you know, that he, that he died somewhat tragically. Did he make any plans for his, um, in, in the event of his demise in terms of the, you know, for, for, for the company and things like that, or, or, was this anticipated or did it, things just kind of happen after he after he he left us it's it's unclear um no will was ever was ever recovered so it doesn't seem like he expected to 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 leave us any, any you know when he did but i think it, it would be it would be hard to argue that he didn't have some plan in mind since his right hand man is the one that took over the company and this may be a very weird question, Mary Gerard, but bear with me. Sure, sure. <laughs> he he just looks great in these pictures. Uh, I don't know if he just, you know, um, really took care of his skin. Um, and, you <laughs> know, had, had a great had a great skincare routine. But <laughs> but I can't help but notice, you know, that he looks very similar, whether going back from the 1920s to the 1950s. Has have you have you picked up on that? Well, you know he was he was a committed vegan well before his time. I I think he really just it took a, <laughs> took real pride in taking care of himself. You've been nothing but helpful, Mary Gerard. <laughs> what a pleasure this has been. <laughs> Wowie zowie. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yes, absolutely. You know, I I I have to admit, I I've been. Well, I've been I've been working on a book uh, about Arthur Hunt, so I I hope that I hope that you'll check it out. Um, you know when it when it comes out, if you if you found this interesting, I assure you that <laughs> that the book will be even more so. How in what way um, are there any new <laughs> new revelations that that you're planning on unveiling in this book? Well, I mean, you know, I can't uh, yeah, I can't just give course. up everything on the tour. Of course, maybe maybe Mary. one maybe one thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's your persuade score? <laughs> Thirty. 
Uh, okay, then you can do a luck roll, just uh, shooting for 50 or below. Let's do it. Let's do it. 34. All right. She says, well, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not sure I should. Uh, uh, it, it'll be it'll be out soon. Uh, don't worry. I, I've, I've, I'm already talking to a few publishers. You should you should check it out. <laughs> so is that a no or should I keep going? That's up to you. <laughs> well, yeah, she the seems, reason I ask. She seems she seems flattered yeah. that you are interested. So the reason I ask, Mary Gerard, is I'm actually a professor uh, at, at Xavier uh, a, f- a few hours away, Ooh. and yeah, I, I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a small ten- school. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a tenured professor. I'm not sure if, if I mentioned that, but um, I of psychology, and I'm so fascinated by the motivations of people and human change. And uh, this, uh, I, you know, I didn't really know much about Arthur Hunt before stopping through here, but he seems like a fascinating man that that I'd like to to maybe do some research about or learn more about. And and forgive me if I'm if I'm pushing here, but I'm I'm just um, really hungry for any you know information I can get about this this gentleman. All right, roll me another luck roll. Come on, get that advanced reader's copy. Eighty one. Damn oh. it. <laughs> She says, uh, "My, a, a tenured professor. I well, here, th- I can, I can at least agree to this. I'll send you an advanced copy, and maybe you can give me a, a little bit of, of a of a review blurb for it. I would love to have a tenured professor of psychology <laughs> on the back of the book. It would give me no greater pleasure." <laughs> I like her. She's hustling. She's always oh, hustling. Yeah, she Aoife, you, you, Aoife, you tap in there. See what you see if you got any better luck. She's no, persistent. Eva's like, Eva's like, Seamus. Um, it's such a nice day. Don't you think we should see a little bit more of the town? I, yes, Aoife, I do. Mayor Gerard, just one one last question. You know, researcher to researcher. Here. Sure. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> I of course I, I don't want to um, I want I want to make sure all of your startling or not startling uh, discoveries uh, remain yours and in, in, in this book. But you know we, we're here in this museum. Um, seems like there's a lot of information about Arthur Hunt here. Where are you doing your research, or how are you how are you gaining your information about about Hunt if not from the resources here? Well, you know that the the best resources are. Our primary sources. There's an entire generation of people who, you know, they're they're quite old now, but an entire generation of people who lived in Chester during the time that Arthur Hunt was here, or or even children of people who did. Uh, you know, people tell stories. He he was quite a remarkable man, and 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 remarkable people. People talk about. Mm. Are there any, um, you know, living friends or colleagues or relatives of of Hunt? That I could that that you could point me in the direction of. <laughs> Come on, Mary. Seamus is trying to swoop in on that those publishing deals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> scooper. Well, let's just say that you know there there are certain places where you can find collections of people of a certain generation that might need a little extra care at their advanced age. That might be a place to tap into. Thanks so much, Mary Gerard. I, uh, I... <laughs> and she's like, she seems very happy to be like being cryptic and like, you know, a little wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. It's the best day she's had in ages. Mm-hmm. Great. Totally. 
Well, that's that's great. Um, I feel like uh, we're gonna get get going here, but thank you so much for for the tour and for for all of your time. Absolutely. Can I? Do you have a, a an email address that I can send a, an advanced copy of the book? Totally. Absolutely. <laughs> Can't wait to get that galley. You give her your real email address. Your Xavier email address. I I, I have an intentional. Uh, I, I misspell one letter. No! So she's, no! She's no! Mary! Uh, poor Mary Gerard. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Very fatherly of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So you uh, you and Aoife leave the Hunt Museum. I think the statue now just is more unsettling than it was just given the photos that you've seen of him because he's he's like smiling, not even smirking, but like smiling in the statue, mm-hmm. which just is obviously so uncharacteristic of Arthur Hunt. Aoife says, okay, well, that was certainly interesting. Um, have you gotten any word about, you know, the, you know, your work? Yeah, I actually got a call um, from uh, the local nursing home, which is where this, uh, this patient is... Uh, is is in hospice care so so you know uh, so like i said i'm on call so i think it would make sense for us to head that way in case uh they need me uh at the nursing home all right well um i mean i don't need to go with you on that i you know i can't i can't be around for that anyway i'll uh i might just keep exploring uh go go ahead and go and do what you need to do and um just give me a call when you're done (laughs) come on go home where do you think you're going to go, Aoife? <laughs> <laughs> it's Chester. <laughs> I, I I thought I might I thought I might check out the mounds. Um, you know, it seems like a, a a interesting place to go look. You know, it really does. But I would love to see the mounds as well. So, what if we what if why don't you come with me to the nursing home now? And you know we can check in on my patient, and then we'll uh, we'll head to the mountains later this afternoon together. You are being so strange, Seamus. Uh, but okay, fine. I'll 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 come with you, and then we can and then we can go out to the mountains. Great. Come Eva's come visit gonna be my an honorary agent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come visit my exorcist patient with me, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a quick j- j- drop in, drop out. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's switch back to uh, let's switch back to to Sunny and Ellie. It's about one thirty. Um, you know, you're three hours outside of Chester. Uh, what would you like to do? I am very aware that, like, oh, you are mechanically. Yeah, I know my time is coming to an end, and I imagine Ellie is feeling it. <laughs> yeah, so you can um, you can take another round of stimulants if you would like. Uh, you will lose more willpower if you choose to take them for a second time, um, but they would stave off the the 20% or... I'm thinking, like, would it, would, would it be helpful if I could nap and let Sunny drive? Do you actually think that you're, you'd be able to sleep I mean, with... I come on! <laughs> no, I bet, I bet not. I bet not. I mean, you, you have <laughs> to be more try. paranoid now than you were last night after everything that you've heard. I mean, you are not wrong. I'll give you a I'll give you a sanity roll to see whether you could take a nap in the car. Okay. Um, I mean, at the very least, I think cause she she has mentioned that Sunny could drive back in that mm-hmm. morning. Um, and so at the very least, she can like rest her eyes or something. So let's see. 
Uh, that is a 49. What is... Oh dear, I think that's just over. Yep! Uh, it's 49 and over 48. What? Yep. Missed <laughs> <laughs> by one. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't think that you can bring yourself to yeah. to fall asleep alone with Sunny when he's at yeah, the wheel. Yeah, no. I think Sun Sunny's still offering to drive, at least, if we if we go anywhere. Yeah. So do you think the two of you are going to head back? I mean, I think we need to. I don't know that there's there's anything else in Cincinnati that we need to do. Yeah, I don't think uh, don't think we want to go back to the green box. We certainly no grabbed everything. I mean, yeah, I think we should maybe hold on to the weapons that we found for now. What I want to do, honestly, I'm getting the idea. I want to go to the the mounds at night. Oh, keep, do you keep go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like Sonny's having flashbacks of, of like, you know, we, we just, we have to go out to the plant. We just, we have to go out to the plant. We've got to see what's there. Just got to go. Yeah. Let's go there uh, in the middle of the right night. Right around so dusk, probably. When, when, yeah. when no one else would be there. And also we can't see anything. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, maybe Seamus is going to scope it out for us today. He might be able to learn some stuff. I don't know. I just don't like that. That he, I don't know. There's just something about the fact that I know Hunt went to the mounds because we knew that that was not just something that Seamus learned, right? Mm. That's knowledge I have. Yeah, we, um, all, knew, we all knew I this. So. I thought. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they glow with weird alien writing at night. You got to be like standing in the right place with the right phase in the moon to see it. I don't know, but it's it's a tourist attraction by day, but people keep going there at night. I don't know. I just feel like that's something. I think I think the mounds are definitely a. Definitely an area of interest for us. Um, yeah, I think I think yeah, I think it's time to head back to Chester, get out of Cincinnati for a while, and yeah, do we do we go try and do some more research into into Yale, like at the I don't know at the at the the library or? <laughs> I feel like we don't know much about everybody's favorite cult leader, like Dannon. Michael Brown slash Dan and Ignis. Mm. We don't even know if he's got a middle name that starts with E. We don't know if he's an Egbert, an Elon, or, I don't know, <laughs> Eldritch. <laughs> For all we know. I don't know, because I feel like he's the one that we're not... We know we know kind of about the cult. I don't know that we know too much about him. Yeah, it might be time to do a deep dive into to, to, to Michael Brown, maybe before yeah. he became Dannon. I um, will remind you that he was a professor at Ohio University... And then just left suddenly one yeah. day and yeah. returned where, to Chester. Where, where, where is Ohio where, where is State Ohio? University? Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, no, not Ohio State University. No. Specifically, Ohio University. Oh, there's a difference. Okay. Um, which is uh, quite close, actually, to oh, to Chester. Yeah, we should go check that out. How how interesting. <laughs> I, that that's definitely yeah. It's like a it's like a thirty minute it's like a thirty minute drive from Chester. Ellie would have Ellie would have remembered that. Like we would have yeah. we would have gotten the car. Oh yeah, for sure, for and, sure. And yeah, well, hey, if you're wanting to go down the the Michael Brown rabbit hole, no no better place to start than you know with some uh, some fellow colleagues, some maybe some <laughs> primary the sources there. He was from, and I'm sorry, I'm I'm trying to like page back through my notes. Okay, yes, he was from Chester. He okay. was from Chester. He was a professor at Ohio University, and then all of a sudden returned and started the cult. Is what you know. Yep. Okay. Cool. 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 And there was some connection between his actual starting of the cult and the death of his father. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So you two are going to drive to to Ohio University, which is basically the exact same route yeah. back to Chester. It's 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 basically on the way. 
Perfect. So we switch back over to Seamus. Seamus, what are you attempting to do at this retirement home? <laughs> find yeah, an old so person? <laughs> find... <laughs> the attempt is to try to find somebody who was a contemporary with Arthur Hunt. Okay. But I'm I'm thinking through it and trying to figure out what the strategy is once I arrive at the nursing home and how to identify. Short, short of like going into the rec room and yelling, did anyone know Arthur Hunt? Uh-huh. Um, which would not be a great move. So I'm thinking through this. He didn't have any, he didn't have any like blood relatives. Like it wouldn't be, it wouldn't make sense to ask for like hunts at the at the nursing home. No, because he was so he was named after his father who disappeared who was not from chester the only reason he was in chester is because his Mm. mother's aunt had a farm in chester and they came to stay there wait who was that guy that he hung around with um saucy jack saucy jack yeah saucy jack do we know the whereabouts of saucy jack i mean this was you know this was a long 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 time ago that he was hanging around with saucy jack like 1921 1920 1921 so his saucy jack's like would have to be like 100 120 years old yeah the only people that the only people that would be alive around when arthur hunt was they would have been young when he was like nobody Mm. would have been around when he when he was young right he would have been in his kind of older you know like closer to when he died and they would have been young though they might have had parents that were his age but so am I to infer from Mary Gerard that that when she was talking about like primary sources, was she mentioning something different or No, 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 no. This okay. yeah, this is you 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 got that correctly. It's just there nobody nobody was like con- necessarily like contemporary with Arthur Hunt, but they might have been <laughs> kids when he was a little bit older or their parents, they know things from their parents. Hmm. Would there be cuz like he had a he had another kind of like assistant man in this town, didn't he? Kind of like the man that was in Hellbend. He did. He did. Yeah. Is there, is there a chance of finding information about that guy? Alan like descendants? For all we know, <laughs> he did a lot of uh, he did a lot of interviews and <laughs> stuff with his grandkids. Yeah, I mean he um he's definitely not alive anymore. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, but you could maybe you know maybe he has relatives descendants. All right. So I mean. Does it make sense for me to... Because we, we never really planned a rendezvous. No. Nope. Um, the three of us. <laughs> no, so, but you can, you can, you can, you can, you can post, you can post date that. You can, you can say that you did. That's we, we have each okay. other's numbers, I'm sure. Yeah. Because well. I'm wondering if like, now that I got some information, I might like call you both to download like what I learned or what I observed nice. about Arthur Hunt, namely the, the ageless photos, the... The smirking picture. So this all would have been he, you, this download would have happened on your way to Cincinnati, but I don't think that actually changes much. Oh, I see. That's fine. So do you do you three want to discuss how to how how you think that um, Seamus should proceed? <sighs> yeah, because I feel I feel like like Seamus would call you both and then be like, well, like Ethan <laughs> won't leave me alone, um, so we're, we're continuing this grand tour of Chester, but. Seems like all signs point to the mounds, and... We've been hearing uh, a lot about the mounds as well. Okay. I'd really rather not take my younger sister to the mounds, although the fact that it's a semi-popular tourist attraction in Chester makes me think that it 
it's not an imminently dangerous place to be. Yeah. Yeah, I I haven't haven't heard anything about the mounds happening during the daytime. No, maybe, not at all. Maybe it's a safe time for for the two of you can go to go and and maybe reconnoiter. Yeah, if we if we decide to go back there, we can see if there's any any differences or anything that changes. Great. So maybe I pivot Eric and I say, never mind. I think uh, the person at the nursing home is fine. And they just took communion and it went great. Now seems like a great <laughs> Just stopped vomiting. Their heads back on the right way. It seems like a great time to go to the mounds. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> what, a, what a time Aoife is having. I mean, truly though, like, I, like what do we have to go on? For you to go to the nurse, like uh, other than you know, yeah, find an old. I mean, you could ask, you could ask for like, is that hey, is I'm doing a project? I don't know. It's 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 less likely that like an adult person would be doing a project than a high schooler would, I guess. Yeah. But like knowing if there's somebody who likes local history, someone who I mean, knows a lot about people could get into Arthur a nursing Hunt. home more easily than a priest. That's that true. I was trying, like using the priest, using the priest, but then even like I feel like there's no issue with me like getting in. But then it's, it's like, well, am I just to. knocking on doors and asking? You could go to the rec room lunch. and ask around. <laughs> Interrupt the ping pong. It's a hop in place. It's not a. It's not a. <laughs> it's it's not. It's not like a hospice ward. It's like it's a. It's a retirement <laughs> home. People are milling about. Yeah. And I guess I mean like people love Arthur Hunt here, you know. Mm, so if you're true. just asking if anyone, you know, you're, you're you, you can continue with this professor line of you know potentially doing some research into him and wanting to learn a little bit more about him before you i don't know start your class or whatever it might be and you know if there's anyone here who who would like to talk about arthur hunt um i think i think if i feel like it could be very vague Mm. doesn't have to be like hey does anyone here know any weird stuff about (laughs) (laughs) arthur hunt that they think they should mention love it Okay, actually, we're pivoting back. We're gonna go to the nursing home. We're turning the car around. You can go, you can go um, to the mountains first, and then like maybe that's enough for Aoife, and she'll get it. out of here after that. And then you go back that's to the nursing true. home on your own. I'm a little I'm a little worried about what we're gonna find at the mountains or not or not find mm. at the mountains. Um, you don't you don't have to have told Aoife that you changed your mind and then told her again. Great. You can just you can <laughs> stay on the earth. Could you imagine? Okay. <laughs> All right, so give me a give me a persuade roll at plus forty to try to convince the the staff that you have a purpose to be there. You get a plus forty because you're a priest, and I feel like that's an easy that's an easy lie. Right. So it's forty two. Okay. For seventy. So and is your plan to just kind of like like you just talked about just kind of? No, I feel like it's it's like a mix of a lie. So it's it's similar to mm. what I told Mary Gerard of like I'm a I'm a Catholic priest. Well, I don't I don't think I told Mary Gerard I'm a priest, but mm. I'm a I'm a tenured professor at Xavier. I study psychology. I'm fascinated by this man, um, and now I'm thinking about doing research on like I don't know this the psychology of genius or, or like or something and like mm-hmm. what mm. what motivates you know people. Um, or, or people that we consider to be geniuses. And so happened to find myself in Chester, went to the museum, really struck by this guy. And while I'm here, thought I might stop through and, and see if anyone has insights into some kind of very early and nascent research that I'm thinking of doing. Sounds good. And so you start chatting with some of the residents. You know, you hear a lot of the same 
stories that you heard from Mary Gerard, a lot of what you found, what has been found on the internet, right? Like the local legends about Arthur Hunt are pretty well cemented. Hmm. But you do find one man. Hmm. Um, his name is yes. H- Henry Hirston. Oh. He's 89 years old. Yes, Henry. And he says that his father, Gary Hirston, was a schoolmate of Arthur Hunt at the Chester School before Arthur Hunt was expelled. And Henry tells you that his father talked about Hunt's quote-unquote rebirth all the time. And your initial impression of this guy, Henry Henry Hearson, is that he's very clear-minded, right? He's 89 years old, but he's sharp. He doesn't seem to to have lost a single step. And he tells you that his father worked at the train station as a porter for 30 years and used to tell him that Hunt would ship large amounts of items in and out of Chester, uh, items that Gary Hearson had to move himself, and the main port of call for the crates was Istanbul. But the most bizarre thing that he tells you is that Gary Hearson used to say that the man after 1923, Arthur Hunt after 1923, bore absolutely no relation to the man before ni- before 1923, save for his physical appearance. In fact, after 1923, Hunt didn't even recognize Gary Hearston, even though they had gone to school together for years. And that is where we are going to bum, end our bum, story bum, for bum. now. Because he's a robot! <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is going on in 1923? What is going on? Invasion of the Body Snatcher? Yeah! Or something. There's, there's something, there's something screwy. <laughs> this podcast was published by Arrangement with the Delta Green Partnership. The intellectual property known as Delta Green is a trademark and copyright owned by the Delta Green Partnership, who has licensed its use here. The scenario Future Perfect is copyright Dennis Detwiller, and the contents of this podcast are copyright Nature of My Game podcast, accepting those elements that are the components of the Delta Green intellectual property. Our intro music was composed and produced by Jean-Luc Bouchard. You can find more information about the Nature of My Game podcast at NOMG Podcast on Twitter and Instagram or at nomgpodcast.com. <laughs>